Cat Named Mo Show. We'll be here until 8 p.m. Then we turn you over to Ask the Dom. We have someone that I am extremely excited to speak to. And he will be performing at, and I want to make sure I get it, I, I, I get everything right, the Capitol Theater on the 31st. It's David Brighton's Space Oddity, the quintessential Bowie experience. What is that? Why don't we let David tell you? David, how are you, my friend? I'm good, man. How you doing? I am brilliant, sir. Uh, and, and, and thrilled <laughs> to be talking to you. Uh, I am a <laughs> yes, uh, huge Bowie fan. Uh, awesome. Yes. Uh, so much so, uh, David, that after Moon Age Daydream, after seeing it, which I loved, uh, yes, but, it, but it left me wanting, I was just telling the guest in the studio, I was just talking about him, that my, my fav, favorite period of David Bowie is a 10-year period where he released seven albums where he was just a modern rock star uh, that I feel uh, gets, you know, brushed aside. Uh, a lot, and I uh, am in the midst of finishing up a documentary myself on that era, and it is interesting to me because Ethan from the Eagle, who booked uh, who booked you for me, he asked me if I would be interested in having you on. I go hell yeah! Uh, actually, I said <laughs> I said the f word, but uh, we can't say that on regular radio. Uh, he just I, I said uh, okay, I, he's calling in, blah blah blah. He goes yeah. By the way, he was in the uh, Vitali. Am I saying it right, Vitali? Or Vitaly, the the ad, the Vitel, the Vitel, the Vitel advert, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, and and I thought that was such a brilliant commercial that I put it in the documentary, and I had no idea you played every character but the actual Bowie. That's amazing, yeah. How, how crazy that he is also that? Used that? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Well, they also used that ad for the his reality CD when that came out. So uh, a slightly different edit of it, which was amazing. Um, but but what was your question? I, my my question was going to be how the how the hell did you how the hell did you end up meeting Bowie? How did I end up in that? <laughs> That's the big question, isn't yes, it? Yes, absolutely. Well, the, the the funny thing is is uh, I we we started this David Bowie show in around the year two thousand one, and Bowie's people jumped on right away. It's like uh, suddenly on, on David Bowie's official website, they started wow. talking about us. Okay. Uh, in other words, Bowie was very supportive from the very beginning. And, and later on, they would can, talk can about I, our shows now and then on his social media can I and pause on his you, website. Let me pause you right there. When you say the show, what is the show? Let people know what the show is so that we well, have some the context. Sh- the show is a, is a retrospective of David Bowie's career. It's costume. It's, in other words, it's uh, we go through all of the major eras of of, of you know all of Bowie's iconic personas, right, right. East Artist, Thin White Duke, Aladdin the West Dance era, yeah. and beyond. Yeah, Aladdin Zane. and um, the musicians that play in it uh, have played with members of the Real Doors, Jeff Beck, the Pussycat Dolls. I mean, they're incredible, incredible, insanely talented musicians that have you know that are. That, are, that have been sidemen for major, major names. So we've been doing this show around the world. And um, and it got David on his Bowie, radar. Yeah, David Bowie's people picked up on it right away, and they appreciated the fact that, that we were doing it, you know, working so hard at it and doing it with the respect we were doing, because we all loved Bowie, and we're all Bowie fans. Right. And so um, when it came time for him to do a commercial, <laughs> I got the call to go audition. And so, of course,
course, you know, impersonating someone just in front of uh, their uh, the person's fans that's that's one kind of uh, putting a, a target on your head, you know. What I mean? Right, right. <laughs> but, but when you're doing it in front of the person himself, of course, that's another kind of pressure altogether. So that was wild. But he was the perfect English gentleman. Uh, couldn't have been more gracious. Right. And we worked, you know, together shooting that commercial for a week in New York, and uh, it was just amazing, I, amazing I mean, experience. Now, are you waking up, <clears throat> slapping yourself in the face for that week, going, "I'm doing a, I'm doing this brilliant spot with David Bowie." It was so bizarre. (laughs) Yes, it was so surreal. I just remember standing, I'm going, okay, I've been listening to this guy's music my whole life. Now I'm standing next to him while the director tells us, okay, David, big David, you do this, and little David, I'm going to call him little David. Little David, then you imitate everything he does exactly. And I'm going, okay, nothing hard about that. Great. (laughs) So anyway, in other words, David... um, would would do a scene in his in his street clothes, and then they would have me do it, you know, dressed like Aladdin Sane or Z Stardust or the same White Duke or whatever. Right. And I would have to imitate him as exactly as was humanly possible, which of course, you know, yeah, right, is, is impossible. Listen. But it was so it was so weird, and but great, it was great. He was again amazing, amazing. Well, amazing you talent. you bear a very striking resemblance to uh, the younger David Bowie, uh, and I'm assuming that's not all makeup. That you, I mean, your frame. And and facial structure, you know, approximates it very well. I think. Well, I think the correct answer is thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, are we trying to? But uh, yeah, just first, you know, the, probably the same reason my voice is got similar timbers is my facial structure is similar, and I didn't really know before I started doing this how much I was going to be able to look like him or not. But with the right um, hair, makeup, and costumes, I. I it's it's an interesting fit, right. and um, yeah. In fact, sometimes they use photos of me um, online that are when like Bowie gets you know has gotten an award or Grammy right. or something. Sometimes right. they put up a picture of me because and, they don't realize. And, <laughs> and, and Bowie's webmaster would, would email and say, "Hey, David, look what they did." And <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right, Very right. Strange. Uh, one other question uh, about that week. Uh, <clears throat> Aside from shooting, I mean, did you get to go out to dinner with him? Did you go to Did you go to a Soho spot? I don't know if he had to spot in Soho at that time, but I mean, did you get to hang with him? Just you know, person to person. That was the interesting thing is I was wondering what that was going to be like. And to tell you the truth, and I got a big education because um, when you are acting in a t- in a commercial or in a movie or whatever, the hours are insanely oh, long. Right. So the answer, the, the, the straight answer is no, because when, once you're you're working, you're in hair and makeup for three hours. You, you shoot a scene. You're in makeup and hair for another three hours. You shoot a scene, right. and then afterwards you go, you go to your hotel and try to sleep for a few hours, and then you come back the next day and do it again. Gotcha. gotcha. So so. They had us working 18-hour days, and um, you were you were sick of each other. <laughs> well, no, it was just it was just like he was. They they had him in his trailer uh, in between takes, and me in my trailer in between, prepping us for the next scene. Right. And right. so then, as I said, at the end of the day, you go home and try to get, yeah. So so no no there's uh, not home. You go to your hotel. Okay. And so, so, so no I, no that didn't happen. Uh, my friends, my co Spike would like to ask a question. So I think he kind of answered it because I was wondering why didn't David himself do the commercial but i guess you say because he didn't feel like being there 18 hours in a day he didn't want to dress up like ziggy stardust or the thin white duke or any of those early incarnations he, he was said, no i'm not going to huh? do that you hire a lookalike and, and, he, so, he, he, and, oh, okay. and i'm going i'm going to offer speculation no. based upon what i've read interviews i've seen and what i feel i know about him. he was very reticent 
to revisit the past. That wasn't his. That wasn't his energy. He, he was all about forward momentum. Well, he could exactly, exactly. He just had no interest in, in in dressing up in those things. And so, fortunately for me, I got to do that. <laughs> wow, that is fantastic. And people, um, was am I mistaken in that Peter Murphy from Bauhaus at one point was going to join you, or is that a different situation? Um, I think that's a different situation. Okay, okay. I, I, I think there was something else coming, but at one point I, it was rumored, and I think it was just something uh, that got thrown out there. Um, give, tell people where they can see you, when, and, and how, how great it's going to be. <laughs> well, the 31st of this month will mm-hmm. be at the Capitol Theater. Mm-hmm. and um, First time, first time in, in, in uh, the Tampa St. Pete Clearwater area? We actually have performed at this theater before, okay. pre-COVID, okay. and uh, oh, okay. had a, a wonderfully sold-out show. It was awesome, and we love Florida. We're very excited to come back. And uh, as I said, the members of my group have played with Dweezil Zappa and Eddie Money, Nancy, you know, even Nancy Sinatra. It's crazy, right, Jeff Beck, right. Dean Loves Jezebel. So you're going to see incredible musicians uh, who are all offstage funny enough to be stand-up comics. You might not see that part, <laughs> but, <laughs> That's all but, right. um, and you're going to experience the greatest English rock of all time, which that, is the, the music of David Bowie. It's interesting that you have someone that's played with Gene Loves Jezebel. Gene Loves Jezebel's Kiss of Life is one of my top 20 albums. Uh, well, we'll get you on stage to sing now the song that I'm, I'm that you good. like the best. I, I'm good, but that segues into me into my final question. Uh, your favorite David Bowie song to perform, and is it your favorite David Bowie song, or are they separate? Wow, every everyone wants to. Uh, you know, I I love. His don't tell me you love. Don't so tell me you love them all. Say no. Dance. No. So, Spike, I, I'm going to say maybe no, so maybe the most. Dance. Maybe the most fun to perform might be under pressure. It's like a religious experience, yes, you know. Yes, yes. Um, I'm not. I mean, to listen, I have many favorites, but maybe to perform that one, uh, or maybe, or maybe Space Oddity. I mean, the changes. There's, there's so many. How you, about you? What, uh, what's your favorite? Oh, my favorite. My favorite is. Uh, well, listen. I think his his masterwork is Heroes. I don't think anybody can get yep. around that. That is that. That is just one of rock's greatest uh songs uh my favorite jump they say all black tie white noise oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah i would have good, to say that one. yes uh my 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 co-host who is helping me edit who's editing the, the documentary for me he was going why are you going to put in let's dance why are you going to put in let's dance without understanding and i've That's told him 15 times is that the purpose of this documentary is to enlighten people to music that happened after Let's Dance. I'm not yeah. putting Let's Dance in the in the documentary. That put him on the map. Every, the Let's Dance did not put him on the map. <laughs> I, I am doing. I am. I am working with a guy that has no respect for David Bowie. Do you oh, understand man. how hard that is, David? <laughs> <laughs> well, Let's Dance was certainly a hugely a commercially song. successful. Yeah, but he, but he, he had a, a lot of success prior and and after that. But um, I, I want to see this documentary when it's done. I, I, and um, send him the trailer. I will. I will. I will. I will seek out your own social media. I'm assuming, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, then uh, I am going. Uh, what What do you utilize the most? Twitter, Instagram. What's your? Uh, well, I, you know, and I don't even run. I don't run our Instagram, but uh, I Facebook. I'm still on once in a while. But someone runs Instagram and Twitter for us. Um, you, if you go to our website, I can be reached to that. It's davidbowietribute.com. Okay, gotcha. davidbowietribute.com. I will see. Yeah, as long as you remember the tribute 
part, and yes. then you get to me. I will send. I will Shoot send you the trailer, and please let me know what you think of it. I will be um, oh, absolutely great, greatly absolutely. interested in that. Yeah, All right, uh, I'm not going to say good luck to you. I'm going to say go out there and kill it. Uh, I'm not going to tell you to make David Boy proud. Clearly, you already have. And uh, I, I, I look forward to you uh, looking at the trailer and then uh, hopefully the documentary once we're done. Awesome. Well, pleasure talking to you both. Thank you for your time. No, let's, no, it was, not a, it was not a pleasure talking to Spike. Do not <laughs> listen, Dave. I know the British like to be nice and all, but you are, you are under no obligation to be nice <laughs> to this non-David Bowie-loving <laughs> fool over here. <laughs> Just dance. <laughs> All right, uh, Mr. Brighton. Uh, very nice talking to you, and I will be sending you that trailer. Thank you, sir. Very much. All Looking right. forward to it. All Thanks right. so much. All Have right. a great night. All Take right. care. Too. Bye. All right, there you go right there. Hey, little would it have surprise. been wrong for me to ask him, <clears throat> probably, if his, if his band has that bald head girl in it? Uh, but, uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe she does. I. I no, know no, Gail, they, they, Gail, 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 Gail Dorsey. I'm telling you the name. Okay, so anyway, why even ask about her? And then you don't even care about the name. My She's mama. not that bald headed girl. She's Gail Dorsey. But, but I'm uh-huh. saying, if they had a bald headed girl in his in his band doing that. That's what I meant. <laughs> oh, like kind of like uh, you know, to keep up with uh, you know, the, the image of. No, of, uh, no, I don't. The, Bowie had a lot of different incarnations, band incarnations. I don't think they're gonna get some chick because she's got a bald oh, head. Yeah, yeah. and can't say. Uh, I got a friend over here cracking up, Paul Cazares. How are you, sir? Good. Get right up on that mic, Paul. Right up, pull All that right. right up in there. Uh, I see you laugh now, Paul. Let me tell you, Paul. Mm-hmm. Paul, I cannot remember. I've known Paul for. It's got to be going on 30 years. Oh, but wow. I haven't seen him probably in 28. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's been, been that time. long. I, I, you're going to have to remind me how we met. But this is what – when I first got out of high school, <laughs> I formed a theater company, and I was writing and directing theater. And I needed someone to come up with music for a play I'd written about the dissol- disillusion of my first marriage. And it was called First Marriage. First marriage. <laughs> and – how the hell did we meet? How did I know you? <laughs> it's the best. Also, we worked at uh, Pace, Pace Warehouse Pace, together. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's it. I forgot. We worked at Pace together. Pace, membership. Pace was Sam's before Sam's yeah, was right. Sam's. Yeah, exactly. It oh, was right. like okay. one of the first membership warehouses. Oh, that's Whoa, right. I, co- that co- I completely yeah. blanked on that. Right, and you and I knew you played guitar. Yep. And I and I remember I came back. I don't know if you get the correlation, but when I came back to rejoin was not now John from Pink Floyd's The Final Cut. And that's because when I was working on First Marriage, I was deep into the final cut. And I remember I was like, hey, listen to this guitar David Gilmore is doing right here. And I was like, can you, because he has some like weird echoes and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, can you yeah. give me that? And man, you like. Mm-hmm. This <laughs> this kid is this kid is talented. Oh, really? this kid, listen, you walk in, you you see somebody mm-hmm. walk in with a Les Paul, yeah, they might be good, but you come in with the Fender Strat. <laughs> yeah, 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 the Strat, yeah, 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 yeah. You know. yeah you it's the know. right tool for the right job. You gotta sometimes, well, like you gotta bring out the Les Paul. Yeah, okay, I understand that. Now, uh, did you have a band back then? Um, or I did. A- um, shortly after that, uh, and after Pace. I used to play at the um, the old Robocani's in I remember Robocani's. Carrollwood. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. Robocani's. Yeah, what was the band name? Do you... It was called Parade. Par- That's it, Parade. Now you guys yeah, weren't I used to play there. You you weren't an offshoot of Parade in Paris, right? No, okay, no. okay. You no. remember them though? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were a yeah. Duran Duran type uh, band. Yeah. I think they put us under pressure to 
to name the band, and somebody just blurted it out. I think, I think that's what happened. I and and this is I. I hadn't seen Paul in forever. You know, you just lose touch as yeah. you do. And I moved away, and you know, he's you doing what he's money, doing. Probably, I mean, this is how far we go back. He he did that music on a cassette. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. A, yeah, on back. a cassette. Wow. Uh, and I I think you just popped up on my Facebook as a you know someone you may know. I don't know about that, but then we yeah. became Facebook friends, and then I've been keeping up with you, and I've been wanting to go out and see you. Uh, forever, but you know, yeah, I, know. I, I got a baby and stuff like that. <laughs> I got, well, your I baby's a, a mother now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. My baby, but now I got a new baby though. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Tell yeah. me about it. your daughter. Beautiful. Your only, oh, your yeah. only child. Yeah. Yes, gorgeous, beautiful. Oh, thank you. Uh, doing doing well, I assume. Yep. All right, very good. Um, so you've never stopped playing. No, Paul. How cool? Let me tell you something about myself. <laughs> If I could play the guitar, Paul, it'd all be different for me right now. <laughs> I'm not even lying to you. It'd all be different. I envy. I wanted to play guitar so bad. I took lessons in one. high school. I, I bought a 12-string acoustic because Bo, I saw Bowie with one. <laughs> Mind you, I couldn't play a lick. Oh, and, and I spent like four. They were they were pricey. It was a $400 12-string <laughs> acoustic. Uh, but How anyway, many strings normally on the guitar? Uh, uh, six, Spice. Six. Yeah, six. Twelve. That was two nicks. <laughs> no, they're just double, double. Just, yeah, they're they're real close together. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But you get a real nice, full, rich sound. Hey, how off you of know? It. Because I <laughs> own one, fool. But you can't play it. I know this. <laughs> I know this. So anyway, uh, I took I took a class in high school, uh, my my uh, freshman year in high school. And I, you know, I would learn a couple of notes here, and then somebody that could really play would teach me, like Dust in the Wind or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But I would look over and I would see these guys just effortlessly playing, and I and I I knew that that wasn't in my DNA, like words, writing. I could do that effortlessly, and I and if I couldn't be great at something, I didn't really, I I, I didn't want to insult those that were. So I said, let me let me. Follow what my what I feel my God given talent is, and so. But man, I would give it all up, all up, just to just be able to play, just to be yeah right, just to be able to play, make no mistake, just to be able to play, step on stage and play comfortably. Could you play comfortably numb at the drop of a hat? Maybe I haven't had to. Okay, so. But if I was supposed to, I would know how to do see, it. See, that, that you play by ear? Uh, you can. Both. I can. And you read music? Yeah. Yeah, reading music's a son of a bitch. Yeah, I did go to school for for music. So, I mean, and but you know what? Once you leave school, and especially like rock music and stuff like that, right. nobody asks you to read music. <laughs> yeah, right. You right. know, I mean, I, in, the, in this day, most people don't read music. Yeah, yeah. Listen, some of the most famous uh, musicians out there. Paul McCartney, famously, yeah. cannot, cannot read music. Right. He's not the only one. Uh, we're going to talk about where you're playing, and, and you'll be able to play some. It's a Led Zeppelin tribute, right? Okay, so it's not a tribute. Tribute, okay. It's a... Uh, um, the, well, you, hold, hold, okay. hold that. Hold that. We'll, right. we'll, we're going to come back, uh, and you're going to play a little bit for us? Sure. All right. Uh, see if you can work out a little bit of Comfortably Numb during the break. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back. Oh, I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, we'll be back. It's the Cat Named Mo Show. It's a cat named Mo on 102.5 The Bone. And now, a 
Another bone traffic update from the Safe Touch Security Traffic Center. Traffic brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate.